Hello, and welcome back to the Christian Formation Podcast. My name is Raven, and I'm joined by Gabe and Tyler. Tyler is a part of City Light in our City Light church family context, and then Gabe is the worship director at Providence, and I work with the volunteers, and I also do the communication and media. And today we are talking about burnout and Sabbath rest. And so we did a podcast over a book called Zeal Without Burnout by Christopher Ash a little bit ago. And we thought, why not open up this conversation and talk about it a little bit more? But yeah, how are you guys feeling? Are you guys feeling currently burned out, a little stressed or pretty good? What would you guys say? I, I feel like I shouldn't be with all the rest that we get from, well, not, re- well, <laughs> what you call rest uh, from the COVID-19 thing going on. Yeah. But no, I don't feel burnt out. I have in the past. So we can, we'll bring up things like that and hopefully they'll be helpful and uh, restful. <laughs> yeah, I'm feeling really good today. Um, as far as, yeah, this week, I think maybe a, a couple weeks ago, I was feeling like very um, discombobulated. But um, today has been great. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to work. Yeah. Um, it is a work day. It's a Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, I think I've definitely felt the wave of emotion, especially being in ministry. I feel like it's just always kind of up and down. And I prayed in the beginning and said, Lord, help this to be a job that I can't do unless I'm on my knees with you every single day. Bold prayer to pray that I definitely know was spirit led because I would not have asked that on my own. And he's proved it to be true over and over again. But it's just that idea of, okay, I do need to spend time with him and have rest, but what does that look like? And so that kind of brings me though back a bit because before we even dive into that, I kind of want to define the two camps. So one, we have people that might just labor hard, run hard. They are staying up all hours of the night, either working, whether that's for the glory of God's kingdom in a ministry context, like a church or for their school or for something, right? And just laboring, zealous, passionate, And then you have another camp that would probably err on the side of, okay, I don't want to overexert myself. I want to make sure that my body is super balanced and I'll probably work a little bit less than a ton. And so you have these two different camps, but what does biblical rest look like for you guys? What comes to mind? What scripture do you think of when you think of biblical rest, but also biblical work? Mm. Well, I don't... I'll uh, let Gabe, uh, since he's our, uh, he's, so you're the theologian. He's a Bible guy. I'm not the theologian. (laughs) Why are we saying? (laughs) So I just think, (laughs) I just think of it in this terms to maybe kind of help set set the, uh, set the scene a little bit. So uh, rest biblically. uh, I know when we think of rest, I think of sleeping or not Mm -hmm. doing much, but in, uh, in Hebrew, Sometimes it can mean satisfaction. Hmm. It can mean uh, peace. Interesting. Uh, it can mean, it also does mean ease and relaxing. But I think thinking of it in terms of satisfaction and peace can kind of help uh, when we think of it in a biblical context too. Because hmm. it kind of can change our perception of the word rest. Hmm. That's good. Yeah, that is good because, yeah, I yeah, generally think of sleep, you know, sleep, rest. But that, yeah, peace, satisfaction, that's, huh. I've never thought of it in those terms, but that is actually really helpful, Tyler. Well, I'm glad because I don't know 
because you we have a text we're going to dive into a little bit of and i that's going to be tough to work through but i think <laughs> yeah i think let's that. start with work first um yeah so what scriptures come to mind when you think about work um i think of um uh what is it uh ephesians where it talks about the good works that God has prepared beforehand that you should walk in them. Mm. Right. And that's coming um, here. Let's just read it. I'll just pull it up here on this old Bible app. I think it's Ephesians 2. Dos, if you speak Spanish. <laughs> um, yeah. Ephesians 2. For by grace you have been saved through faith and it's not of your own doing. It is the gift of God, not the result of works, so that no one may boast. For we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works which god prepared beforehand that we should walk in them mm-hmm. um, and i love that language right it's like uh it's like god's work made in the furnace of christ jesus is you and you were made for good works wow yeah mm. yeah it's powerful so work is biblical don't mm-hmm. let anyone tell you that's not right <laughs> <laughs> good works are biblical i should say not just work good works all right I think one of the biggest, I mean, the verses that I always think of, I think it's in First Corinthians, First Corinthians 9, right? Where it's talking about running the race. Um, do you mind reading it, Gabe? Um, yeah, let me see where I can pick up from. It says, do you, do you not know that in a race all runners run, but only one receives the prize? So run that you may obtain it. Every athlete exercises self-control in all things. They do it to receive uh, perishable wealth, but we... And imperishable. So I do not run aimlessly. I do not box as one beating the air. I do not discipline my body and keep it under control. At least after preaching to others, I myself should be disqualified. Hmm. Yeah. And I think that's just, I don't know, that's the verse that always comes to mind, whether or not that's in perfect context. I don't know. Again, not the theologian, but at the same time, I think that's something that people talk about all the time of run the race, work hard, labor for the gospel. And that's always in my mind all the time. I don't know. That's just like the first verse. So when you brought up Ephesians, Gabe, I went, oh, I didn't even think about that. But yes, created for good work. And also talking about, I mean, we see throughout scripture, like we talked in Second Peter, our deeds yeah. too. And I think out of this outpouring of love for our Savior, we do these good works as well. No, that's yeah. good. Um, I think, yeah. I think both of those are good and helpful to work through. It's just tough to think of the the uh, juxtaposition between working and resting and mm-hmm. all those things. And when I, you know, said, so what verse do you think of when you think of work? I'll, I always get reminded of uh, Genesis 2 where God says, well, it says, uh, verse 5, there was no shrub of the field, uh, nothing had grown on the land yet, no plant of the field had sprouted for the Lord God had not made it to rain on the land and there was no man to work the ground. Mm. And this was all before the fall that God, that God put Emmy there to kind of work the ground of the garden to take care of it. And even then thinking of work out of worship to God is totally different than what we can experience and what has happened since the fall. But thinking of work in a good context of as a worshipful thing because even in, um, depending on what you believe about preacher, poster, whatever you believe about that, it says that we will still work in that. But it'll be like a, a worship kind of, it, it won't be what we experience mm-hmm. now, but it'll still be quote unquote work 
So like Gabe said, it's not sinful. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful thing that can be used to worship God. Yeah. But how are we going to use it? Yeah. And that's so true, man. I think in the new heavens, it'll be work without um, exhaustion, right? Right. So if you think about in the garden, God didn't rest on the seventh day because he was exhausted. Right. It was because he wanted to look back at all the good that he had made. Mm. Right. And so, yeah, I think that's like a, that's so cool that, you know. Think about, yeah. So like, um, so here's a question. What... Um, is the work that we're talking about, right? Mm-hmm. So we talk about good work. Um, let's say I work for Hertz Rental Company, right? Um, is that like good work? Like, mm. you know, like what, what qualifies as like good work? That's a good question. Because I think about the verse in Ephesians that you mentioned. When I think about good work there, then I'm thinking about the work of ministry and the work of mm. sharing the gospel with other people and laboring for the Lord's kingdom or serving people or loving others. But also I think in our cultural context, we can just think of work, just normal work, working job. But I think probably for this podcast, I, in my own mind, am thinking ministry work probably or laboring for the gospel, I guess. Is that, yeah, that's kind of maybe how I'm thinking about it. How are you guys thinking about it? Well, I'm, I am pro like no categories, like work is work. Is either good work or is bad work? What's you know, bad work? I think bad work. Um, well, <laughs> so I do a lot of meeting with neighbors. Uh, maybe bad work is like self-centered, right? Huh. Uh, I asked this neighbor um, what uh, what he was passionate about. He's like, oh, just getting money. I was like, hey, dude, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like that's an honest like response, right? But I would say that that's bad work, not in the sense that it's like, totally evil i mean i think it's fine to have money but it's bad because it's like um that's the work that won't fulfill you Mm. you know yeah like that's um but on the other hand i think even menial tasks can be good work Mm. right like inspecting cars before you rent them out to other people probably not a glamorous job but i think it could be good work Mm. somehow i don't know but what do you think I was trying to find a verse real quick, but I, I uh, cause I, I think I'm, I would lean in the direction that you do and thinking of all work as work and thinking of whatever you're doing, doing it for the Lord mm. kind of deal. Mm. Um, so trying to think of work, cause like you said, we're in ministry. So that work right. does look different, but I would say someone who works, I mean, works for Hertz or does whatever you're doing, you can do that faithfully to the Lord and let that work, yeah, all be for the Lord mm-hmm. in that sense. So yeah, it is a hard thing to kind of think through. Yeah. We're having these questions, man. They just. Well, they, so, <laughs> so if we're thinking about just work being work unto the Lord, whatever you're doing, mm-hmm. that's the work that we're talking about. Then what does, on the flip side, rest look like? So if we kind of have this idea of, okay, work hard, don't lax off, don't laze around, but good work that is not selfish and is for the good of society, but also, again, all unto the Lord. What does it look like then on the flip side of Sabbath rest? Because you hear a lot of different ideas about it, right? You hear some people that say, well, you know, the Lord talks about how he created the earth in six days, rested on the seventh. We should work six, rest on the seventh. Other people would say that's not balanced at all. You have to cut it off here and here. Mm. I mean, Tyler, you were giving some examples earlier 
What are your thoughts? Or even that quote that you heard from one of the City Light pastors. Oh, yeah, from Gavin. Uh, thinking of uh, with our salvation in Christ, we've lost and we never really had merit for our salvation. Jesus, he paid it all. But it doesn't mean we lost our muscle in the sense of continuing to, as it says in uh, Hebrews 4, like striving. Well, not, well, not tickling Hebrews 4 in that context, but striving to live and look like Jesus. That mm-hmm. takes work. It takes effort. Not that we were earning anything from that, but that simply does take work and effort to do that. Um, and then, well, and before thinking about rest, I did want to say to, I had a, took a class on this and the professor helped us to think about work and rest. Cause we, in America, we have a, we have a nasty habit of separating things, mm. putting things in all these different categories so like if I'm working, I don't know why I can think of Hertz, but it's on my body. <laughs> so we, we would say, okay, I'm working at Hertz, but we can have a habit of divorcing our spiritual life from that work at Hertz. Mm, that's good. And that is not what we were created to do. And he, instead of thinking of everything as a balance, he made us in challenge to think of things in kind of an integration so instead of trying to balance your spiritual life and your work life, what about an integration of your spiritual life and your work life? Mm. And that was helpful for me because I was still working at a, at a food line at the time. It's a, it's kind of the high V equivalent to in, uh, in, in Virginia, but um, trying to integrate instead of trying to find a balance in my work and spiritual life, bringing both of those together and serving the kingdom in that way was kind of helpful for me to think about work. Um, but I, yeah, I don't want to get away from rest, but I, I didn't want to say that though. Yeah. But in thinking about rest, good. Um, it is something that we have to, well, not, I don't want to say have to, it's a get to, to strive to rest. I know that's a weird thing to think about. Yeah. But when y'all think of striving for rest, I guess, what does that look like? I'll put it this way, man. I've been trying to like practice Sabbath and it's like hard. It's like really hard to like, to know that you're resting and not just like shutting off. Mm. You know, I think in Hebrews four, it says, um, he would strive to enter the rest. And there is a sense in which like rest is like, it's not like a form of work, but it requires you to do the work beforehand hmm. to rest. Right. That's just good. And that could mean like, um, you know, like say you're trying to like just stay at your house. Um, I'm talking like really practically, we can get into more ph- philosophical stuff in a bit, but hmm. you know, like, and you don't want to have to go to the grocery store when you're like trying to just be with God and your family and your community on your Sabbath day. You have to do that work before you, kick off like your Sabbath, right? Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. I think that's super interesting. And I think one of the terms in psychology is latent learning. So you see the benefit later on. Mm -hmm. You don't see the benefit right away. And that's hard for us because we want this immediate gratification. And especially with rest, yeah, you have to put all the work in ahead of time. And I think for me, the quickest thing to do is just to wait and to say, yeah, I'll just do it on my rest day. It's okay. I don't want to do the legwork and finish it all now ahead of time. But how much better is it when you have a full day to truly 
unwind and disconnect rather than just these little tiny spurts. I don't know. My mm. mind just feels so much more clear that way. No, that's good. And there is like, um, I mean, obviously if our work um, isn't like what defines us, um, our rest all likewise isn't what like defines us. Mm. And so um, like neither of these things like give us like total worth that only comes from God. Um, but it is like something we were designed for, just like we were designed to work in the garden. Um, we were designed to rest. And I think part of resting is like what God did on the seventh day, not because of exhaustion, but because he wanted to sit and look at what was mm. good in the world. He just That's wanted to good. take in all that was good. And for us at the end of the work week, I wonder what it would look like to have like the same mentality, like to say like, God, we worked this whole week. Was it good? Like, Show me something beautiful and good today that would, you know, inspire the work I have for the rest of the week, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so rest isn't just like um, the avoidance of work, but it's like the mm, yeah. participation yeah. and like the looking at all the good God has given you. Mm-hmm. Whether that's your community, whether it's a good meal, you know, whether it's a walk in the park. Um, yeah. That's good. I think... Cause I always thought of, of rest as it's just that the avoidance of work, like not doing anything, mm-hmm. kind of vegging out, just yeah, yeah kind of just sitting in, yeah, burning yeah. less than two hundred calories. In the day. <laughs> that's, that's, that's right. That's, mm-hmm. Yeah, but then even like watching Jesus, whenever it's, well, I, don't, I can't remember if it's this is every time, but most of the time when it says that he took time to rest, he was praying. Hmm. He would steal away, go to a deserted place, and pray. And that was how he rested. Then that's like, I don't, when I, when I rest, I usually don't just run to pray. I'll be honest. Mm-hmm. And I, I am convicted by that and thinking that resting is just me. Okay. I've done my work for the day. I'm just going to sit and chill. That's not necessarily what biblical rest would be. Mm-hmm. And then even on the days I can remember the days that I have taken time to reflect, to think, to meditate, to pray, feel so much more rested than when you just sit and binge watching Netflix and uh, just kind of veg out, eat Cheetos kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think that's a good even question to bring up too of, is that what rest should look like? Because you have some people that say, yeah, no. <laughs> Praying or reading yeah. my Bible, I don't feel rested. Whereas, I mean, I agree with you, Tyler, this last Friday, I felt like I actually felt rested. And I ended up Again, I took a nap in the middle of the day. I never take naps, but I spent the morning in prayer and journaling and I felt so rested from that. Mm -hmm. But you have people that would say, well, but that's not really how I feel rested. Is that wrong then? Or -hmm. what should rest look like? So even in that, I would ask you that rest for you, was that like satisfaction? Was that peace? Mm, That's a good question. Was that ease or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. I think it was definitely peace and satisfaction. I felt completely safe, completely mm, yeah. peaceful without any anxiety. So I think that was the biggest rest for me. Yeah. I think that satisfaction piece is so key. I think, I know for me, one thing that, um, and yeah, those terms are really helpful, Tyler. Um, one thing that's been really challenging, like it's actually really hard to do, but really, um, satisfactory is to just like leave my phone Yes. In a drawer. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if you ever felt the that it's almost like a chain has been cut from your thing 
and you're just going to say, no, I'm not going to respond to anyone's texts. If like, they want to like talk to me, like they like know where I live, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. um, and I don't know, it's like really freeing. Cause like, dude, you are just so like reachable right now in this moment. Anyone could come mm. and invade even this bubble and say, quick, we got to go do something or, you know, which, um, there are like urgent things, but, um, yeah, just like to, to put all of that on pause, regardless if you've completed your projects, um, is so good because, uh, the truth is there's like an unlimited amount of work. You can work Mm -hmm. for ages and not be done. Um, and so to say like work doesn't define me and that's not actually where I find my value, um, is so like freeing. And so like taking a nap, even though it seems like (laughs) counterintuitive to like the things you do, if that's like satisfactory and brings you like into the peace of God to just look at the good things God has done in your life. Mm. Totally cool. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No, I think I love the fact that you said that of taking a step back and appreciating the things of God, because I think even that mindset is a self-sacrificial, I guess, mindset. We're not thinking about ourselves or mm-hmm. how do mm-hmm. I feel rested? How am I going to feel good? How am I going to treat myself today? It's, I'm going to take a step back and look at God's creation. And again, it's putting all the Thanksgiving and glory on him rather than us in our own circumstances. So just to kind of wrap up, what would you guys say to people who maybe struggle with finding rest or maybe their rest is just an idea of, well, this is my own self-care. Not that that's necessarily bad, but how can they glorify the Lord in their rest? What would be something that you would say? Uh, What's been helpful for me in the past when I didn't really enjoy praying and reading, God has grown my heart to that. And if that's you, I would would ask you to pray that God would stir your affections for his word, that he would stir your affections for a prayer. But even before that, really just kind of do what Raven was talking about just before is just, and even, and even Gabe too, take time to reflect. Think about how good God has been to you. Whatever circumstances you're in, if you're a believer, your sins were paid for on the cross. Jesus is resurrected. He's alive and you will be with him one day. Just put everything down to think about that. I think thinking of eternity was helpful for me. And also just taking maybe like one or two verses and kind of meditating on them. If I didn't want to try to get through a whole passage, but just taking one or two verses, thinking about it, meditating, going for a walk, getting outside, putting down the phone was a huge thing, getting off social media, staying away from the busyness, one or two verses, meditate, think about God's goodness. Mm. Mm-hmm. That was helpful. Uh so are we, what's the question again? No, you're good. What is something that you would give just advice wise to someone who is trying to find rest in this time, but also glorify God in that rest? I think, um, I know you said one thing. I have two things. No, go for um, it. Good work or good rest only comes after good work, right? Like you, mm, the best rest you have is like when you've worked really hard, you know? Um but then um, the second thing is, um, like, on whatever day, like, you practice Sabbath or rest, man, like, I would say just, like, only intake, like, the good things that are in the world. 
right? So like, um, mm. if like maybe you have a issue just like buying stuff on Amazon, as we all do, just like <laughs> looking through like reviews or trying to find like that perfect thing, like, um, like just don't do that. Instead, like just have like good food with like mm. your best friends and like just invite like all of God's goodness into your life. That sounds like really weird and like, I mean, quasi like pseudo spiritual, but I think like God has made the world good and on our Sabbath, we should just observe all of his goodness. Right. Mm. Um, and so for me, like there's a coffee shop in our neighborhood that I just love going to. And so, mm. uh, to drink of God's goodness is to like have a scripture in my mind, walk to the coffee shop, get the coffee, say hi to the barista and then mm. walk back. And that's like, it's just so good for me. And for my wife, it's like completely different. Her idea of like God's goodness is like working the earth and like planting trees, you know, mm. but that's like something she doesn't do for her job. And so for her to just plant a tree, uh, is like good. Like she mm. just views like creation as like good and like being connected to it as good. And so that's like what she, or what God has like shown her to be good. So I don't know. That's good. No, I love that. Drink expensive wine, <laughs> not cheap wine. Mm-hmm. Go all out. <laughs> Get the nice bread, not the not the white bread. No, I <laughs> I do think there is something about our bodies, our temples, and so treating them well, and also investing in things for your body too. So even if it is walking to that coffee shop that is down the street and having scripture on your mind and investing in a coffee that will make your soul sing and just be excited about the day is good. Um, Yeah. So thanks guys for sharing and thank you all for listening in. And yeah, we just pray that this week you are able to find that rest, but also find just peace with the Lord in that rest. And I'm going to finish today with Psalm 23 verses one through three. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. So as you go out this week or just even the rest of your day, would you remember that the Lord is your shepherd and he does make you lie down in these green pastures and you can find complete satisfaction and rest in him. Have a good week, you guys. We'll see you next time.